Hi, Mama. I'm excited for today. We are in our Daughters of the King series, and I just love it because it's all about you. It's all about how to just show up as really who God made you to be in this world and in your life right now in the midst of motherhood and marriage where you can feel like you're drowning and you can feel invisible and you can feel like you're losing yourself and like, are you even separate from these children? Are you even separate from this home and this marriage, right? It's so easy to get caught up in the crazy chaos of it all. But it's time, Mama, to take back your true identity as a daughter of the king. And that's what we're diving into, into today. We are going to talk about that topic of how not to lose yourself, how to catch a vision for who you really are so you can walk in that identity, so you can be fulfilled in what you're doing, so you can know who you are with confidence and find a freedom and a freshness to your, to your day, to your life, because you're walking from that place. And I'm just so excited. I'm so excited for this whole series. Today, we're really going to dive into that about who are you, how to stop losing yourself because you begin to have a clarity about who you really are. So let's do this, mama. Let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. about you, but I just feel so excited for this because I think, you know, on this podcast, we talk a lot about motherhood, right? It's called Morning Mama. And while this, you know, it touches motherhood because you, you are a mother, it's, it's just taking a step back and kind of letting that go a little bit because, you know, that's not just who you are. That is a part of who you are. We're going to talk about that today, but I'm just... I just want you to feel encouraged. I just want you to be able, like I've, I've had some, some people lately that are joining the Facebook group or in the Academy and they've been talking about just how do I not lose myself? Like, how do I figure out how to do all of this? How do I not just drown in the midst of this? And so that's why I just think it's so important that we, we go here today. So yeah. I, I just feel so excited. I want to keep saying it because I do feel so excited. I also just love sitting here with you. My diffusers are, diffusers are on and I'm just looking out in the sunny, uh, out the window and the sun and the grass and feeling some peace and quiet. <laughs> so I'm feeling good over here. I hope you're getting some sacred space as well where you're getting to listen to this and just be reminded, right? Even just, even just listen to a podcast that can be a reminder that you are separate from the other things that are going on, separate from your children, right? Cause you're choosing something that fills you up. And so I, I love that you're here, right? Just that is a step in the right direction of not losing yourself into motherhood. 
And I want to, as always, just take a minute to invite those of you that are feeling like you're drowning, all are feeling like you you don't know how to do this life because you're so filled with anxiety over the safety of your kids. You're so filled with anxiety over whether you're doing things right or not. You're so filled with just depressive thoughts, feeling like you're not good enough, feeling like, how can I keep going through this life right now? If you feel like you just can't stop yelling at your kids and then you hate yourself for it, right? Like if you're in that spot, I want to get to know you. I want to work with you. That is why I developed the Healed Mama Academy so that you can get free from all of that. That is not who you are. That is not the life God intends for you to live. And, and, as with my background as a marriage and family therapist, I know a few things about how to heal and how to move forward. And and then when you invite God into the process, that's like a just a whole game changer. So come and join me. I have a 16-week course that you can work through at your own pace. And then when you join, you get access to weekly group coaching for an entire year. That gives you that flexibility you need as a mom when the kids are sick and you can't work on your coursework or you go on vacation or it's summertime, whatever it is. It gives you that flexibility and that freedom to really do this work and make it solid and really make it stick so that you are living in the fullness of who God made you to be. So if that's you, don't, don't delay, like stop, stop investing in everyone else. Stop pouring into your kids. No, don't stop pouring into your kids. Stop letting that be the only place you're pouring into. You mama are worth being poured into as well. So come and apply. I just would love to just get my eyes into your world and get to speak directly to you into your life and your situations. And to, to do it as a group too is so incredible. So go find out all the information. Go to morningmamaacademy.gr8 as in the number eight.com morningmamaacademy.gr8.com. The link is also in the show notes or in the Facebook group, wherever you find me, the link is there. So come join me. I can't wait to see you over there, but I'm also just so stoked to talk about who you are today. Who are you? And I have a whole bunch of scripture because truly that's where we find out who we are, right? Like I believe that this process of not losing ourselves it begins by identifying like who we truly are. Who is that person? Because that's that's when we lose ourselves is we don't have a who. We're just a what. We're a mom, right? Or I mean a mom is a who, but like that's that's a role that we have. That's not just who fully we are. It's one of the roles, but it's not the role. And so losing this who is, is kind of when we begin to lose ourselves. And today, so I'm gonna, today I'm going to kind of cast the big vision. We're going to kind of encourage you, help you to see the big picture and help you remember that true identity so you can walk in that. And then in the next episode, I'm going to unpack kind of some more of the practicals, how to actually walk in this space, in, in this true identity of who you are. So today we're going big picture. I just want to encourage you. Now, this question of who are you, the world like would tell us you go into the world and you discover it and it's you know through time you discover it and through interactions with other people and exploration and whatnot and while those things are good that's that I used to be so confused I remember like growing up like who am I what what who who am I and I would think that I need like this was something I was going to somehow discover one day as I got through life now I realized 
that as Christ followers, who we are, it's already decided. Like who we are, God's word is the place where we discover that. Who we are, God has already decided a long time ago. He has determined that. He has said that. And so if we want to know who we are, we go to his word. Now, like the gifts we have to bring, the per- bigger purpose we have in this world, the things that God wants to do through us, yeah, that that takes some time to discover. And that is discovered through trying things and through noticing what you're good at and through, you know, all of those kind of processes, also leaning into the voice of God. But, you know, it's, it's kind of this continual process. Like, I know I am still figuring this out. I feel like God has shown me so much in the past two years that ha- really has surprised me. Like, I, you know, I, I say it all the time, but I never thought I would be speaking. That never entered my mind as a possibility. Um, I, you know, didn't know I would be coaching. I don't know. There's just, there's so much, so much he's just shown me. And I'm still figuring it out. I'm like, okay, what, what part of all of this like is my favorite. What part of all of this, like, am I really great at? What, how do I define that? Right? Like (laughs) I'm kind of just doing it. And as I do it, I'm like, oh, okay. How do I, how do I now say what I'm doing? Because I'm doing it and I see the fruit of it. I see it's impacting people. I see that it's changing lives. So now how do I describe that? (laughs) So it's a process. And I know this is just part of it. Like God is continuing to awaken gifts inside of me. He's continuing to allow me to understand what those gifts are and how he wants me to use them and in what contexts he wants me to use them, right? Like I have speak to you on the podcast and, and, and the girls in the academy and then in my church, I'm a leader and, you know, all these things. And, and now it's more like public speaking. And so it's just this continual process. And we are going to talk about that in the coming weeks, you know, as, as we go through this series of being a daughter of the King, I want to remind you how to awaken purpose and discover that and discover calling inside of you. But today we're, we're not talking about that. Like that's what you do. It's not who you are, who you are is something that's unchanging, who you are is something that got established long ago. And so I want to talk about that with you. And for some of you, maybe that have been following Christ for a while, some of this might sound familiar and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that verse or yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that spoken, but I just want to just encourage you. Those of you that might fall into that is just to listen with fresh ears. Like, yes, you might've heard that, but we need these reminders all the time. And if you've heard this before, are you living that out? Are, are you, are you stepping into that on a daily basis? Are you, are you walking in that identity or are you getting lost in the what, the how of motherhood? Okay. So I'm going to go through, let's see how many do I have here? I have six kind of categories of who you are and then some more verses lots of verses today. I mean, the word of God is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, the Bible says. So like, let's, let's lean into the word. Okay. So first of all, who you are is Christ's creation. I love this. Like we are the creation of God. Like he designed us. Like, I don't know if any of you love to create like I do. And again, this is another one of the gifts I've discovered. I didn't know I loved to create. Now I realize I love creating things. And when I create something, like I pour my heart into it. 
It's so fun to dream up ideas about how it could look and how it could work and, and, and how it's going to function and um, what, what impact it's going to have, right? And it's, it's just like one of my favorite things in the world to do is to create. And so you are the same way. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So we are made by God. We are designed by God. And just that alone is like, whoa, okay. Like he thought of every part of me. He put me together like a puzzle. I mean, yeah, he created the puzzle and put it together. <laughs> but but like this puzzle that functions in the world in order to do his work. And, you know, when I think about that, I don't know how you feel about it when you hear that, that you're created as a puzzle to do his work on this earth. For me, like, that gets me excited. It's not like, oh, I got to do the work, right? Because now I'm in a season where I've learned that I love work. Like it's one of my favorite things to do is to work. And so like the work that God has, he shares it with you because work is not supposed to be a burden. It's not supposed to be something we have to do. We were created to do work before the fall, right? Before sin entered the world, we were, we were, God gave Adam and Eve jobs. Like that they were already working, that that was, that was inherent in them. And so that's not a result of sin. Now, you know, the sin has impacted that and work can be hard and tiresome and, and can become a drag, but we were created to work. And so the fact that we get to join in on God's work is so incredible. Like what an honor and how fun because work truly, when we're working from our, our gifts, working from our core, our soul, it is fun. When we get to see the impact of what it does when we work alongside God, it is fun. And so that, that excites me so much. And so thinking about who you are as a mother, yes, that is some of the work that you were created to do. God designed you as a mother to raise these kids, to help them grow and thrive, right? So that's part of the work you're created to do. But if you think about like when he, he created you way back then, like, you know, he, he thought about your whole life. He thought about all the people you would meet. He thought about all the places you would go. He thought about all these different gifts he put inside of you. And he created you for good work. So that work isn't just for this season, right? This season, if you look at the whole duration of our life, is so short, right? Like, I mean, I know we're always mothers, right? We're going to have grandkids. We're going to, you know, still be parenting our, our adults or, or at least have a relationship with them, right? So that never stops. But this season of raising littles, even though it feels so long it's so short. And so God didn't just make you for this. Like he planned the whole of your life, every gift, every thought just to raise these kids. Again, that's not a small task or, or a small calling at all, but like everything you've walked through, everything he put inside of you was not just for these other humans. It was also for you and the work he had for you to do on this earth. So Think about that. Like when you're getting caught in that, that muck of motherhood that gets confusing and elusive where you're like, who am I? Where do I exist? Just remember like this season, even if you're just like staying at home, you're not working, right? Like that's, that's the full calling of this moment. Just remember like who you are is not just for that because God created your whole life with much intention. And while maybe that's this in the season, that's not the entirety of who you are. That's not the entirety of your life. 
because he made you, designed you for good works. Okay? So get excited by that. Like you were designed so beautifully, so well for the most amazing things. And maybe some of that is for this season. And we're going we're gonna to get there because in the midst of motherhood, you can still be working, right? We're each called to something different here. And so this is not going to be for everyone. But we are we are capable of doing both. So we'll get there. Next, you are chosen. First Peter 2.9 says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. I love this idea of being chosen. Like God handpicked you. He looked and he saw you and he wanted you and to be in relationship with you. And he chose you. He called you into his royal priesthood, right? You're a daughter of the king. You are royalty. He chose you intentionally for that. It wasn't a mistake. You didn't choose him. No, like sure you had to say yes to him, but he first chose you. So in that, like he chose who you are. He didn't choose the mom. He chose you, daughter. He chose you to be a part of his family. He chose you to be his daughter. So keep that in mind. Like you are his special possession. You're you're so special to him, not just for what you can do, not just for how you can raise great humans, right? Like that's, that's something that is beautiful and amazing and is going to benefit the kingdom, but it's not who you are. Like he, you're, you, just you, without anyone else around you, without any tasks that you're doing, you are his special possession, right? And, and with your life, you get to declare the praises of him. So if you're struggling to declare praises in this season, maybe it means that you're not stepping into the fullness of who you are as a daughter. Maybe, maybe you're just walking as a mother and that's not who you're called to be. You weren't called just to walk as a mother. You're called to walk as a daughter. Okay. Number three, you are delighted. And I've always loved this verse so much. This is from Zephaniah 3, 17. It says, the Lord, your God is with you. The mighty warrior who saves, he will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. Another translation says he'll dance over you with singing. Like, I love this thought that God is just rejoicing over us. He's singing over us. Like, wow, like we are so highly favored and loved that he just spends time like dancing and singing and and delighting in who we are. We're his beautiful creation, right? And that's not like what we do for him. That's not how we act. That's not the tasks in our day that he's rejoicing over. That's not like the result of our hard work. Like that's just us, who we are sitting like a lump on a log, right? He is rejoicing over us and delighting in us. That's what it means to be a daughter, to be delighted in, right? You think of like being a daughter and we're going to go into this more in a minute, but like you delight in your son or your daughters, like you delight in them. You find joy in every little silly thing they say. Like, oh my gosh, you're fascinating. Like, where did you learn that? Who are you, child? Like, you're amazing, right? You, I look at my kids all the time. I'm like, how? how is this sentence coming out of your mouth? Like, 
like my little two-year-old just says like the most complex sentences and paragraphs. And I'm like, wow, like, where is this coming from? And it's like, who God made her to be. It just, it just comes out. It just bubbles to the surface. Like, you know, obviously she's impacted by us as parents. She's impacted by her brothers. She's impacted by church and the people she's around, right? Like there's, you know, the TV she watches, she's she's impacted by it all. But also the, the thing she's impacted with is interacting with who God created her to be. And there's so much delight that I find in watching that bubble to the surface. So like be reminded that as a daughter, not just as a mother, you are delighted in as a daughter, just who you are, right? Like our kids might help us, but they're not like most of them, at least the ages my kids are at. They're not doing, you know, they're not making money. They're not raising up other kids. They're not doing a whole lot of work, right? They're helping and they're helping clean and, you know, all that. But like, I just delight in who they are when they're not lifting a finger. I delight in them just speaking and being, and that is who you are, daughter. Okay, number four. You're powerful. Ephesians 1, 19 through 20 says, I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. You have the same power that Jesus had inside of him. Like what? That kind of power. Like Jesus raised the dead. Jesus fed the 5,000. Jesus rose from the dead. Jesus did miracle after miracle. He taught. He cast out demons. He did all of these things, right? Like you have that same power inside of you. Do you forget that? Do you get caught in your day making the lunches and cleaning the floors and giving the hugs and the kisses and reading the books and you forget that there is a power inside of you that can change everything? that the world needs, that can change the trajectory of anyone's life, you have the power of Jesus inside of you. Like, whoa, daughter, like, don't lose sight of that. Even when you're making the sandwiches, that power resides inside of you. And when you're reminded of that, you're going to not be able to lose yourself because you're going to know that God has put that in you for a purpose. He put it in for you. And, and to bless your kids and to bless your husband, right? Like that's going to be some of what impacts them, right? But it's also to change the world. You are the light of the world. He put that power inside of you to be that light. And he trusted you with that, right? Like it's like having the power of the king with you. That's a big deal. So when, when you feel like you're losing yourself, be reminded like that power resides. If you are a Christ follower, that power resides inside of you. All right. Number five, you are loved and you are a child of God. First John three, one says, how great is the love the father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. You know, this is kind of what we're talking about, right? We're, we're daughters. We're children of God. That's amazing. And he loves us so deeply. And there's like, if you go Google verses about how God loves you, there's so many. So as you walk through your day, be reminded like you are deeply, richly loved. And it's the love of a father, right? And so the love of a mother or a father, that it doesn't change. It doesn't shift. It doesn't matter how you act. It doesn't matter how you perform, right? It's unconditional. It is. It's unwavering, right? Like even when our kids are horrible, we might feel angry. 
We might want to say some terrible things. Like we might feel some terrible things, but we never stop loving them. And that's how God sees you. Like it doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter how you're acting. That love goes with you day in and day out, regardless of anything else. You're his child. So that's who you are, daughter. All right, number six, you are thought about, deeply, profoundly thought about. I love this verse, Psalm 139. We might read more of it in a minute because I love the whole thing. But this one says, how precious are your thoughts about me, O God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of the sand. And when I wake, you are still with me. Like, I'm always blown away by this verse that God's thoughts about me outnumber the grains of sand. I remember, I should have looked this up, but there's a statistic about how many grains of sand are like in your handful. And I think it's like, I don't know, 100,000 in your little hand. (laughs) Maybe more. Maybe it was like millions. I don't know. It's a lot. And you think that's just in your little fistful, right? And then you go to the beach and then you go to another beach, right? Like, holy shamoli. Like, God thinks about us that much. Not, not just about your kids, not just about your husband. Like, he thinks about us that much. Those thoughts are for you about how he loves you and what he wants for you and, and how he wants to speak to you and how he wants to move in your life, how he wants to be close to you and how he delights in you and like all of it, just in who you are, just in being his child. And I want to read a little bit more of Psalm 139. If you ever are struggling with who you are and you need a reminder about who you are as a daughter, as a daughter of the King, go to Psalm 139. It like gets me every time. So it starts, it says, Oh Lord, you have searched me and known me, right? So he knows us. He sees and hears all of our thoughts, you know, and, and, and he still loves us, right? He hears every single one of our thoughts. hears everything that comes out of our mouth and he still loves us. You know, when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all of my ways. Even before a word is on on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in behind and before me and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high, I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in shale, you are there. If I take on the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. We can never escape God's presence. He's always right there with us. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light about me be be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day for darkness is as light with you. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Right? You think about this like we were made by God, designed and made by God, fearfully and wonderfully made. And we look at the rest of his works on this earth, right? The stars. Oh my goodness, right? Like if you ever go and see the stars in the middle of the woods or, you know, even when we were in Hawaii last year, like I was just like, holy moly, when that light pollution is gone, I'm just in awe. You know, so you look at his creation there and the beautiful trees outside and the amazing flowers and these incredible animals, right? 
It's, it's amazing. A, a newborn child, right? These things are so beautiful and amazing. And, and we praise God when we see them. But sometimes we can forget that that same God that made all of that, he made us. So when you criticize yourself, when you think that you're not good enough, when you put yourself down, when you demean yourself, when you think that maybe somehow God made a mistake, like, that doesn't make sense. God, God designed all of these things that you know are amazing. You know the work of his hand and, and it's amazing. So you cannot deny that he made you amazing. Verse 15 says, my frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. If I would count them, they are more than the sand. I awake and I am still with you. So like this is who you are, right? God formed all of your days ahead of time. Your days were not all just for motherhood, just for marriage. So when you're walking through your day, you got to start here. You have to know that you're not just known and seen and exist in relationship to the people around you and in the roles that you serve, right? Like that is not your only existence. You, God planned you out. He set you apart. He created you with intention for this earth, for this life, don't lose that, right? Like that's a gift. It's not to be lost in relationship with others. You are a daughter. You know, think, think about your son or your daughter. Like as you parent them and you see who they are, like, you know, you, you know them now, like when they're children. And I don't know if it's just me, but I, I think about it all the time, like who they're going to marry. And when I'm dancing, like with my son and the, the, the TV room, wherever we have the music playing the kitchen. I just keep thinking like, Oh, what is it going to be like to dance with him at his wedding? (laughs) I always picture that. And so like, you know, as a parent, we know that most of them are going to get married someday and become parents, but that's not who they are. Like we know who they are. We've seen who they are. We've seen them since they were born, since they were created. When they get married, that's just going to be a part of their life, but it won't be them. When they become a parent, that's going to be a part of who they are, but it won't be all of them, right? And so we need to remind ourselves of what it means to be a daughter, a daughter of the king. Like, think about like, what would a daughter of the king do, right? Like she's a princess, right? What would a daughter of the king do? Like she would care for herself, right? She's royalty. Like she would make sure she is taking time to care for herself, to uphold that royal appearance. And just because she's valued, she knows that she's valued and, and that she's cherished and that the king and the queen want her to care for herself, right? Like she also gets an intimate relationship with the king. Like what a privilege to have the ear of the king, right? Everyone else in the kingdom is just vying for a moment with the king, right? Even just a moment with the king will change their whole life. But the princess, the daughter of the king, she she doesn't just have the time of the king. She has the heart of the king. You get that. She gets that with the king. She gets the authority of the king. 
right? She gets to walk in that authority of everyone knowing that she is a princess. She is the daughter of the king. They're going to treat her that way. She's going to walk in that authority. She gets some of the honor of the king, right? She gets to, to have others look at her and respect her and to be in awe of her. Like, oh, there goes the princess, right? She gets the king's resources, right? Like she gets the blessings that the king has, right? So, so if you're feeling stuck with where you're at, like don't limit yourself because you have the king's resources available to you. Okay, so walk as a daughter of the king. When you wake up, before you jump into mom life, and this is one of the reasons it's so important to wake up before your kids, remind yourself that you are first a daughter, first a daughter, then a wife, then a mother, but you're first a daughter. And that's the role we forget about the most. That's why for me, I have to read my Bible and spend time with Jesus in the morning because that starts my day off as a daughter, as a daughter, not first as a mother. Your first role in this life was as a daughter. If you think about it, like your first role ever in this life was as daughter. You've always been a daughter and you always will be. So mama, walk as a daughter. How can you walk as a daughter of the king? Okay, we're going to talk practicals next week or in the next episode about that. But right now, I just want you to begin to remind yourself of that true identity of who you really are. Okay. And you, and and it begins first by reminding yourself of who you are, and then you can live out of that space. So you don't lose yourself in motherhood or marriage. Let me pray. God, I thank you for choosing us to be your beloved daughters. God, what a privilege. I'm so in awe of you and your power and your love and your grace and the beauty you've given us, God, wow. God, help us to walk in that. Help us to walk in that power, walk in that authority, walk in just the blessings you have available to us as daughters. God, that we have your ear, that we have your resources. God, everything we need is ours. God, I pray that you would just help us to stand up and walk as daughters. God, show us when we forget this. Show us when we get We're losing who we really are in the midst of what we're doing. God, show us who we are outside of our relationships, but only in relationship to you, God. God, I just pray that would inform everything we do, everything we think, every role that we do have. It would inform our role as a mother. It would inform our role as a wife, as a friend, as an employee, all of it, God. We just thank you, God, that you have chosen us for this, God. We praise you for your goodness, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.